conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now, back to the episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, and it's uh, a sad day because it's just me on the camera today. So unfortunately, uh, my co-host Michael Golden is out sick, very last minute. But thankfully, we have an amazing guest who's going to be joining me here on the stage just in a few moments. So you won't have to listen to my voice and see my face the whole 30 minute of the episode length. But uh, I just want to reintroduce myself really quickly for a lot of people that have been messaging me on the back on Instagram, LinkedIn, all the above. We've had a lot of new listeners and followers of the show. So I'm going to reintroduce what we do, what we talk about and kind of some background on Good Morning Hospitality. So this show goes live every Monday, 7 a.m. PST, 10 a.m. EST. And what we do is every Sunday, actually, me and my co-host gather information and articles and topics from the week before. And we try to bring that into a more engaging conversation and context from an industry perspective, from short-term rentals to hotels to travel influencers to travel experts to you know x y and z we're going to keep going into all these areas that uh, are covered so a lot of main topics that we talk about on the show acquisition uh, fundraising what does this look like for the travel landscape technology and how this is shifting um, there's so many conversations that we go into so just know that if you are anywhere in the industry this show we cover a very broad range. We're not just one topic. So if you're looking for just one topic, then you should go check out hospitality.fm, which is our podcast network where you can find more on just specific topics. And yes, that was a shameless plug. Um, but before, again, I bring out our amazing guest, Sarah Danishi, I want to give a shout out to our coffee sponsors of the show, Biscayne Coffee, based out in Miami, Florida. If you use code GOODMORNING, you'll get 10% off of your purchase. That's anything from their swag to their coffee. And every time you purchase from this coffee uh, shop, coffee vendor, coffee roaster, um, 10%, not only are you getting 10% off, but 10% will also go to the Biscayne nonprofit organization that helps 
the bay stay clean for the wildlife that's there. It's a really good cause, really good coffee. So we're excited to have them as a sponsor of the show. And without further ado, I think I'm just going to jump right into it. And we're going to bring our amazing guest, Sarah Danishy on. So welcome, Sarah, to Good Morning Hospitality. Wow. That is quite a welcome. You got the big one. Of course, we have to give you. I should be like putting music on and be like, what's up, guys? Good morning. (laughs) Coming out on like a keynote stage with like music and lights, like Tony Robbins, just doing your little, uh. yeah, it'd be epic. Maybe. Be epic. (laughs) So, Sarah, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. And again, very last minute uh, for all the listeners and the watchers, I texted Sarah last night, like, hey, we're talking about travel and kind of what to expect because we keep seeing the common headline article x y and z airline cancels or you know for some reason stops 600 flights or whatever in in one day um so we figured with acquisitions slowing down fundraising slowing down a little bit we're seeing i think a very interesting shift we were like early 2022 2021 heavy investment heavy acquisition you know articles uh within short-term rentals hotels now it slowed down a little bit i saw one or two articles last week but the main thing that kept popping up is what to expect for summer you know july is right around the corner august is going to be very busy and as you and i both know because i'll see you next week in person uh, at high tech correct events are popping up like crazy people are now getting back into in person so with in person comes the uh leaving it at risk with the airlines and all the travel delays that we're seeing so i kind of want one let's introduce you to the audience tell us a little bit of your background uh for anyone who hasn't heard sarah's episode on my other show slick talk you need to go and check it out because she's got a really cool story um but do a quick intro and then we'll dive into this topic of like what the hell is going on with travel. Yeah, definitely. By the way, I love that episode because um, we filmed that while I was in Portugal in the middle of the pandemic and everything was shut down. So that was wild. Um, So I remember that very clearly. So uh, yeah, background on myself. Hi everyone, Uh, Sarah Dandeshi. My brand is called Ask a Concierge. I worked in the luxury hotel space for over 18 years of those 18 years, 15 of them as a hotel concierge. I was Lake Clay Door, which is part of the gold keys of concierge. And several years ago, I decided to give all the travel advice I was giving to those that were coming to my desk on a regular basis, basically online. And I started creating travel videos on what to eat, see, do in LA. It then has spiraled into so much more. Um, and now I kind of cover basically what to do, not only in Los Angeles, but pretty much around the country and around the world, working with a lot of big travel brands from from hotel brands that, you know, like Marriott and Hilton to, um, you know, different airlines, cruise ships, et cetera, um, and then tourism boards as well. And, and then I also wrote a book, which uh, came out earlier this year, Hospitality From Within, kind of taking all the lessons I learned in, his, in, in hospitality and sharing it with all of you, along with some really cool stories from other individuals in the industry and uh, Amazon bestseller, which is pretty cool. So that's a little bit of that. And then I do, because of this background is that I do actually talk about what's happening in the world of travel on TV. So I actually do a lot of new mm-hmm. segments about this, which is why what was like, Sarah, you talk about this all the time. Let's, let's do yes. a deeper dive. So 
Yeah, Hopefully you know, I, I, summary. <laughs> I say I think we've seen you on Good Morning America, which is kind of like a big deal. Oh, it was a Good Morning America or some other. There's a couple of Good Morning shows I saw you on. It was like, a okay, if we it. haven't had Sarah on our morning show, then I think we're doing something wrong we're doing as a okay. network. We're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm like, we got to get Sarah on our morning show. She's been on every other one, so it's Obviously. a good, it's a good fit. Yeah. But. <laughs> So this is very interesting. And like, you have such a cool background. I think, you know, your book one is really good. I loved the, the amount of stories that you were able to plug in, make it a little educational, engaging. Um, And so with this, how do you see, cause you do like travel talks uh, on again, morning shows. And so what are the things that you look for when it comes to travel trends or travel news and um what's something that we can all be aware of because as i kind of mentioned earlier is that we're seeing the constant headline of x amount of flights canceled by x y and z airline Uh, thousands of people left delayed or without any flight without any reimbursement yeah for for like all this craziness prices are in crazy expensive right now even like frontier or spirit like all these other like low economy airlines you know they're they're not cheap anymore (laughs) at at least what we saw in 2021 i was flying all over the place because flights were really really, yeah 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 so i'm curious to hear your your thoughts and your insight well you're definitely sharing a lot of what we're seeing you know when it comes to looking at these trends and like analyzing the landscape, the first part of it that I look at is the consumer side. And so Mm -hmm. for the past couple of months, I mean, we were just seeing a huge uptick as far as the number of people planning trips. Um, They, you know, people obviously, you know, in the past six months or so, there's been a huge uptick in people that are far more comfortable flying. um, And, you know, maybe they missed out on that epic summer vacation last year, or they did one or whatever it is. You know, the, the, I I am surprised that I'm still seeing the number of people on my social media that are like, first time on a flight in two and a half years. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's insane. Because like you and I have been on, I don't know, like 80. But, yeah. it, you know, it's, it is still, we have to keep this in mind that like, there are still some people that are just kind of getting back out there. That being said, um, uh, it's this... Re- really fascinating time where the demand is just surging and especially if we're going to look at airlines, but that also Mm -hmm. trickled down to hotels is that just not having the staff, the manpower to be able to withstand or withhold the demand that we're seeing. I mean, we're seeing record breaking demands and certainly like more than really ever before. So it's, I mean, honestly, I would expect the continued delays and cancellations pretty much through till like the end of the summer. It's just going to be the theme of, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, I wish I could tell you anything different, but like, it's wild. I mean, everything from, you know, for those that were paying attention, you know, for example, for travel just this past weekend. Okay. So Friday, um, the TSA reported actually the largest number of travelers for the year in one day. Mm -hmm. And that was 2.4 million. Um, Sunday, so just yesterday, they had already had uh, over 4,000 delayed flights and then 900 canceled flights. That's just within Mm. the U.S. It's just one day. I mean, if you're thinking about a plane and how many people that holds, 
that's a lot of displaced passengers, whether mm -hmm. they have to wait and go on another flight, whether they are stuck in an airport, whether they have to travel on another day. That's a lot of people. Now, part of it was weather related, but a lot of it has to do with staffing and just mm -hmm. simply just they don't have enough um, pilots and flight crew. Now, bringing this back also then to hotels, I'm seeing, and this is what's crazy, Europe. Oh my gosh. Every time I see somebody that's traveling to Europe, I'm like biting my teeth because I'm just Fingers like, oh God, I'm so nervous for them. And mind yeah. you, I just got back from Germany two weeks ago, but I feel like I just missed like the craziness. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's going to Europe this summer and you've got people that it's like, you've got hotels that are turning away clients because they don't have enough staff to even like handle all of the rooms that they have. You've got car services that are like, we know we've had this booked for months now, but we can't pick this person up from the airport. I mean, that yeah. type of stuff. And, and especially if you're, I mean, you're going to be traveling with checked luggage. You've got lost luggage. I mean, a friend of mine is coming back from Rome. The picture that she showed me that came in from their lost luggage debacle there's like, I'm still actually trying to under understand a little bit more about what's happening there, but like they basically don't even have enough luggage handlers. And so yeah. luggage is getting lost and left in places. So as I actually, I shared a post this weekend, number one thing to pack this summer, patience. It's just yeah. it's wild. It is wild out there. <laughs> well, we were just at a conference two weeks ago in Nashville and one of our friends from Toronto, Canada, she literally had her luggage lost the whole trip. The day we all flew home, she got it back. And then oh she had God. to go back to Toronto and the luggage, guess what? Lost no, it got again. lost on the way back too? Yes. So she literally had it for 12 seconds, basically. And boom, luggage was gone. And so I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, I know staffing is a huge thing. Yeah. It's... I just don't see what happened. Maybe it could have been maybe some striking that happened in 2021, all this other stuff that we kind of saw, maybe even early yeah. 2022. But what, like with the demand, you would think these airlines, they're getting the highest rates they probably have ever gotten before for a, mm -hmm. a seat, a literal mm -hmm. seat. Granted, yeah. I know there's costs involved to, to go from yeah. one destination to the other. But let's say I'm going, like I'm in Denver. Literally, I have not been able to find a flight to orlando or to washington for like under 900 bucks give or take totally so, so i'm like all my okay. flights are over a thousand dollars in the u.s right now yeah it's like okay i'm paying for a two-hour flight two and a half hour flight i'm paying a thousand bucks why yes. why are they not are like are they not hiring are people just not wanting to work these jobs anymore because of the guests relate like people are just freaking rude these days what is the why are the people not wanting to work I, that's a, it's a good question. And it's a combination of a couple of things. Now, keep in mind, you know, the onboarding of, mm -hmm. you know, let's say a pilot or even a like, you know, a flight attendant. It's not it's not really like necessarily like a hotel like there's take. Yeah. The, you know, you're there's not a lot of like, training. You look like you'd be a good pilot. Come on. You know, like yeah, they, have, yeah. they have to. So basically the big problem for airlines is um, and and then we saw obviously similarly for you know hotels, restaurants, other hospitality companies, obviously so many people were laid off in that time. You have people they either went elsewhere, maybe some of them are deciding to come back, some aren't. There's also been this like price war struggle, like are we paying yeah. our employees enough? But the the trickier side with with airlines, especially when we're talking about 
um, probably for a majority of the people that they're hiring is that it's the onboarding process. They need to make sure that they have enough hours under their belt and they're certified. And, um, and we want that obviously, but it's not yeah. just like, Oh, cool. You're a pilot that has 20 years of experience. Like you can't just hop necessarily from one airline to another, just because you, you may have worked somewhere. You still have to get these fresh hours in under your belt before you can mm. fly. So you can, they can't just, they really can't hire quickly enough. Um, yeah. As much as they were trying to in the spring, it just, when you've got the demand this high, it just, it just, it is, it is what it is. And it's also been challenging. I mean, mm -hmm. travelers, I don't know what happened in the pandemic. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't believe how rude people are, but, but that is absolutely a part yeah. of it. It's like people well, are, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, I know one thing like Steve Turk, I, I think you know who uh, Steve Turk is, but yeah. he's based out of Miami. And the, one of the things that we kind of talked about was we saw the constant rudeness change as prices increased and the uh -huh. lack of service decrease. Right. So like, Correct. I think, I think we're seeing a lot of like, I think guests would have been pre COVID. I think a lot of guests would have been okay paying these prices, yeah. knowing that the service was going to be met to the expectation totally. of the brand of the consistency maybe they've had before in the past with this you yeah. know, whether it's marriott or hilton and i'll tell you like i i you know i love loyalty reward points i'm a very big marriott guy we talk about it on the show all the time mm -hmm. um and when covid like staring at like a w or a weston or all these other properties and it's like i was like shocked just by the lack of hospitality but then not shocked because understanding like covid you know yeah. the having the barriers the plastic walls the masks the the tension of like okay like am i gonna get sick from talking to this person you know all these things that go into the the back of the mind but it's like i think maybe we kind of shot ourselves in the foot as an industry like increasing prices not meeting the 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 expectation has now led to it or what do you or i don't know i i would love your your thought I uh, 100%. I mean, we've been seeing this at least for a year now in that there, because there was a, there was a bit of a price hike last summer, not quite yeah. as insane as this summer, yeah. but, um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, how are you going to sell a room for $1,500? And it's like, it doesn't have a mini bar in it, you know, yeah. like people, you know, and that's some have brought that back, but in all the places that I've traveled to probably only two hotels had a mini bar. You know, and that's just a, a example of that. I mean, um, goodness, I'm of all the hotels that I've traveled to, and let's just say I've probably stayed in 40 in the past year, I think only two or three did automatic housekeeping. And mm. and they were just I had to request service everywhere else. And I've stayed in a in a variety of different types of hotels. Like I don't stay at all luxury. I don't yeah. also just stay at all like, you know you know real simple one brand like, yeah, yeah exa exactly um so there's that that's a huge thing because again you know consumers are savvy they are they understand they they've been traveling before they know what they normally get but it's like it's hard to justify those prices when the service just isn't there like that's yeah. it, that's just crazy so or you you know they come there and they're like awesome the restaurant isn't even open half the time and, or it's not open while I'm even there, you know, different things like that. So 
Um, that is definitely a challenge. I mean, and then, and then what, what do you say? Do you tell people, well, just lower your prices, but it's at the same time, like we're in this, we're in a recession. There is crazy yeah. inflation. Yeah. Everything costs more. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was talking to somebody. I was like, man, I feel like my, my, like I miss the early days when it was like, oh, dude, I could get anything for less than a hundred dollars. I was feeling like my cash was going a lot further. Now I was like, I'm nervous just to spend anything on Amazon just because it's like, damn, this price is so much higher than everything else. And then it not, it's not just like many things it's literally everything, oh, everything. costs more. And it's like, everything. they say inflation's what eight or 9% right now, but I feel like gas is doubled. So that's 50%. Yeah. I feel like yeah. groceries have doubled. That's another 50%. I'm like, how are we getting eight or 9% when everything is like 50% more expensive? So totally. it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But um, just to comment, uh, Dr. Rachel, who's uh, watching live on LinkedIn, yeah. she was there at the conference with the whole luggage situation with our friend Tatiana. Ooh. So uh, she uh, remembers that whole crazy thing. So I love the I love the live engagement part of the show. It makes it more exciting. I know, to, no, it's the best. Who's, who's that's like a great point because then people are like, well, what do I do? Do I just fly with carry on? But then you've got all yeah. of these issues that it's like, is there enough space overhead? Is there not? Yeah. What if they check it anyway? Like. There is no one easy answer and you might be yeah. traveling for a longer trip and you need to check yeah. underneath. Yeah. That's well, just the reality of it. I know for most guys, I can speak for most guys like me that are single, whether you're traveling and, and whatnot, like a carry on and a backpack are pretty good to go. Um, yeah. But I was going to ask you this. I see this a lot. I've seen this a lot on the past like flights recently and they will, you know, you can have your backpack. You can have your yeah. carry on and the carry on usually goes above the backpack goes under the seat. Um, I've been seeing them. They're always asking, okay, we're at a full flight. Cause anybody want to check at the gate? So yeah. is checking at the gate safe? Cause I've also seen them check at the gate. They get off their, excuse me, they get off their flight and then they get their luggage right there. They don't have to wait at the carry on or the, the, the luggage carrier. So for me, that sounds like a more like, okay, That's like a, a safer I, bet for sure. Safer bet for sure. Okay. Cool, I, was like, say, I mean, not to say that like some freak instance couldn't happen. Like yeah. I'm sure something, I, I think honestly at that point, really the only issue that would happen would be is like, if for some weird reason they took the bags and then like forgot to put them on the plane, which is just like a complete oh, and utter, yeah. but like that, yeah. that's horrible to say, but I mean, it's like yeah. we are human error happens, you know yeah. what I mean? So hopefully that wouldn't happen, but that there's a very slim possibility that that would happen, but I'd like to think not in general. <laughs> yeah. So what should, as, cause I know again, as I'm looking at like the LinkedIn live on who's watching, um, who's on our Facebook right now, like looking at everybody who's kind of engaging with the show in some way or yeah. form. Uh, and now for all the listeners are going to listen on the playback when it comes to travel, especially mm -hmm. like you and I are going to high tech then yeah. there's all sorts of other events and conferences happening anytime from today all the way through September, October. Mm -hmm. What should, what's the best way to get around this without like, like I know it's a hard question to ask, but like how, how do you set yourself up for success without, or like, or at least limiting, not limiting, limiting the risk. Yeah. Eliminating yeah. the risk uh, a little bit more comparatively to one, you know, 
we weren't seeing all of this luggage lost, uh, the cancellation flights, all this stuff. Uh, what were some like best tips and tricks that we could kind of take? Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's the whole thing is, is like, you're, you're really just erring on, on the side of caution. So, um, the number one thing is, is like when it comes to like booking flights, wherever you can, I know this can be sometimes challenging is make sure that there's like buffer in, um, in your flight. And like, when you have to be somewhere, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like if you're flying in for a wedding, obviously like, uh, you know, try and have there be a little bit of room that just in case something happens with your flight, maybe there's still time for you to get on another flight to still get there. And that like, you're not like, so, right so don't book a, a back to back flight from, uh, Orlando to then Dallas the next day, or are you talking about like the same By the way, day? Flight? Those are two places that have such crazy thunderstorms in the summer. So here's to hoping that <laughs> not not putting that out there, but yeah, just take, say, it, take it back, Sarah. Take it back. <laughs> taking it back. I'm not the weather guru, okay? Um, but but that's the you know. So plan as much buffer time as you can. Obviously, you've got schedules. It is like a whole little chessboard of what works maybe you don't want to be there extra early that means you have to pay mm -hmm. for another night um but maybe it is worth it depending on what you need to be there for so i would definitely build a buffer um in your travel schedule just in case also another big thing and i have done this for years it saved me actually this past year when i went to antarctica and everybody's packed checked luggage um was being held and it was held for like 48 hours but in my carry-on i had extra clothing, extra underwear, all my toiletries, etc. which sounds so stupid to say, but all in my carry on, I always pack at least one or two extra outfits, or if there's something that I have to have, um, you know, be it a blazer or something like that, I pack that. So in the worst case scenario that something happens to my checked luggage, at least I have essentials right there with me so my big rule is like if it's something that you really can't live without like don't don't put it in the checked luggage um yeah. definitely have it on a carry-on if you can obviously it has to fit within the tsa parameters but um yeah. but i mean those are kind of like my biggest my biggest tips to just make sure that you've just got everything on you just in case um and then you have that extra buffer time i mean other than that it's <sighs> You just Hope have to pray. Exactly. And I will say this, like, you know, it also then depends on now is a good time to like lean into your status with different um, airlines and brands. And, and I don't mean it in a snotty way, you know, yeah. but I mean like really lean into that. I have to, I had a crazy issue with uh, one of my Delta flights. It was straight canceled. I was coming from Florida. It had to transfer in Atlanta then to come to Los Angeles mid flight. On my first leg, they canceled my leg from Atlanta to Los Angeles. Not just mm. my flight. They canceled two flights that day. Those are wow. big planes. So that's at least, let's just say you've got 350, yeah. 400 people on one flight and they canceled two. That's 800 passengers that are displaced in one day. Um, I, for example, know that I can actually text Delta. So mm. I was on the Wi-Fi and in the middle of the plane, I actually texted them and I was able to I was rebooked on another flight before I even got off that first flight. Now wow. that is an ex extreme situation yeah. and it worked in my favor. But again, it's like, how can you be smart about things um, 
just considering it, if there's ever, by the way, yeah, if that, if there's ever a chance where you have a, your flight gets canceled or delayed, immediately get on that. Even if you are in the middle yeah. of the flight, try and figure out, figure out a way that you can get in contact with somebody because the last thing you want to do is wait. The longer you wait, the more likely you're going to be staying the night or going on a different airline altogether. <laughs> yeah. No. And I love that you kind of brought that up because I think, the one thing, and as industry people, again, this is mostly who's all listening and watching our, our industry folks. So like we all know kindness goes a very long way um, with any type of customer service or guest experience staff yeah. um, because they get chewed up and spit out very quickly at the slide. Like even before COVID, I remember being a front desk agent and just getting destroyed by totally. guests for the dumbest things of like, that has, that's the restaurant's fault. Like, why am I getting yelled at? But 100%. It, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I remember those days. So I think if you use those, those statuses to a good way, just saying like, Hey, I love the brand. I've never had really bad experiences. Can mm -hmm. you please help me? I want to stay a continuously you know, loyal customer. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate what you're doing. Like also acknowledging that they have a hard job helps because yeah. then they feel like they're not just serving you, that they're also being reciprocate or they're reciprocating something yeah. as well, instead of just give, give, give. Cause this is such a giving job that I think like if we can just kind of twist that a little bit, um, you may not be able to get the lucky experience of getting rebooked right away, but you might oh. be able to get at least some kind of voucher, some kind of lodging, some kind exactly. of, anything well and that's the whole thing is is like the way i the reason why i also say is like be delicate with the whole status thing they can see they know who they're dealing with i never once ever said to anybody you know for example with delta like mm -hmm. oh i am uh you know xyz platinum member whatever you know it, i've never had to they've actually always acknowledged yeah. it now i understand that i might be more of a priority in the list of people that they talk to or they're going to yeah. try and keep me on one of their flights versus like somebody else who doesn't have status. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just rebook them on United. Like, like, mm -hmm. you know, that that's what's happening, but it's, you, you don't totally have to put that in their face because even if they are a front desk yeah. agent or a, somebody at an airline, they know your status and they're going to try and, and do what they can, you know, with all yeah. of that. And if they don't know your status because you booked on an OTA or a third party, that's your fault. That's your fault. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that means you didn't connect your number. Hello. Yeah. yeah. WTF are you no, doing? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, I love it. And we're hitting just perfect timing for our, our uh, last segment of the episode. Um, hang on. We got an unsolicited user that I can't see the name. So I want to make sure I refresh. Oh, okay. There's a couple comments coming in um, to your point. Will Delta club now allows access under three hour access due to lines getting in. Oh, nice. Very oh, nice. Well, that's nice. Well, I don't, I, I have work. to say whoever shared that I'm impressed yeah. that you're getting to the airport that early. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, yeah. by the way, actually to talk about that, that I got a lot of like a lot of people like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe Delta is doing that. And it's like, I actually, I totally can. They've recently renovated and upgraded all of their, or, or at least a good number of their yeah. um, sky lounges, clubs. like yeah. sky clubs, exactly. That like within reason, like, do you need to necessarily get there five hours before? Like, okay. That, I think that's a reasonable thing. Obviously layovers or something like that. Yeah. That's a different, different situation. So I actually think it's kind of smart because there are people that are going in there and take full advantage. 100%. Full advantage. <laughs> 
and I'm always the guy, if you're not early, you're late. And if you're on time, you're late. So I always uh, get to the airport super early, no matter what. I'm like the three or four hour guy like that. will I don't care if I'm like, <laughs> I get there so early. I get through TSA. I find my gate and I sit there and then I'm like, okay, I know where my gate's at. I know my flight's good. I'm going to go get coffee or I'm going to get food or you know, maybe. Maybe the early morning airport beer, my favorite time. Uh, that's uh, always what I kind of do. But I definitely am thankful I'm not the person that shows up an hour before my flight because we had like this crazy line here in Denver for the TSA. They're only doing one TSA line. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. And so yeah. I was there three hours Wait, early. Do you not have got... TSA pre-check or clear? Don't. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I, I, okay. I so I was. Yeah, I was supposed to get uh, global entry, but I moved and then I just kind of, you know, forgot. Oh my God, so. definitely get global yeah. entry. I have to yeah. say, and then only recently, the, only recently I got clear because I didn't really need it. Generally yeah. in Los Angeles, at, in my specific terminal that I fly out of, it's never really been an issue. But one of the last times I flew, um, they, and they might still be doing this. So don't quote me on this, but check it out. If you have certain like American Express, Express Platinums, um, mm. they're actually giving you clear for free. So I was like, oh, well. you know what, if I can get it for free, I might as well just get it. And it has also streamlined the process in certain places where the TSA pre-check line is long. So mm. it's just a nice extra buffer to have, but those are simple things, especially if you fly a lot, that can help make the travel experience easier. But, but hey, by the way, I just saw this comment from Suzanne. Did you read that? Do you want to share oh, that? Oh, my gosh. We've gotten a ton of comments since I have been looking away. Last look. So, yeah. So, Anthony. So, Anthony Melchiori, he got to – he was basically flying on the day that they were doing their podcast. And he got to the airport four hours early, but they wouldn't let him – which is kind of crazy because I know – um, Anthony has has quite a bit of status. That's kind of yeah bananas, but yeah, I presume he was nice. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You never know. You never know with Anthony. We That's know good. he was nice. We know he was nice. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He, 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 you may see what you know you see on Hotel Impossible with the uh, the angry. You know what the hell are you yeah. doing? But he's a very good guy. Oh and God, obviously, we all know he like yeah yeah very Heart nice. Of gold. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. Well, and this is a really interesting point um, that Rachel just shared as well, too, getting there early to do conference calls. So the big news this past week was that Delta sent out an email. Um, I didn't get it, but I have friends of mine that got it that basically said, we're not a we work using those words exactly. I'm like, damn, Delta, you're just going to just put it out there in people's faces. But, you know, I mean, they they have a point. Yeah, so, that's good. good. Like, good point, but still, like, if you have the status, like, why not use it for for all that stuff? But yeah, exactly. Uh, of course, yeah. he was nice. We know we were te- obviously. Yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. It, He's a great, great guy. Um, okay, so we've got. Thank you, everybody, for all the the comments and the engagement. One that's super fun. That's why I love doing it live instead of like a pre-recorded because it's super engaging. Anyone listening, I always want to tell you if you're a LinkedIn, YouTube. Twitter, Facebook user. You can find us on there. You can watch live, you can comment and make it fun um, if you want to. It's no pressure. Uh, 
But I want to get to a really fun segment that we oh. haven't done in a long time. Uh, it's the called Whose Brand Is It Anyway? And ah. since it's just you and me, it's just you going to be guessing because oh, I already know, no. obviously, who the oh, brand is. No. But uh, it's going to be Whose Brand Is It We're going to pop up a soft brand from one of the main six brands, Marriott, Hilton, IHG, Choice, Best Western, and Accor. Those are the, the ones that we're going okay. into. So, Sarah, pressure's on. And okay. I will... No, but you, no I'm, phones, I'm no cheating. I'm writing down my options. <laughs> All right, let's introduce it. Here we go. I'm nervous. All right. Oh, so it's probably an easy one for you. Hilton. Okay. Wow. Oh, sorry. Was I not supposed to do this quickly? By no, the no, way, you're good. You're good. <laughs> for everybody that's watching, you guys can help me too. <laughs> yes. You can comment your thoughts. What brand do you think this is in? Is it Marriott? Is it Hilton? Is it IHG? Is it uh, Choice, Best Western, or Core? So Hilton. Sarah, Hilton. Your, your guess is Hilton. Yes. All right. So the answer is I wish I had the drum roll thing again. Uh, Hilton, you're you're correct. So you won. Yay! Good job. Woo! So okay. I think uh, think what we'll do if you since actually we're gonna apply this now. So Michael Golden, if you're watching the replay later to see what we've done with the show with you being sick, uh, Sarah, you're gonna get a free bag of Biscayne coffee from our coffee sponsor. I'll send what? it your way. We're getting it right. That's what I'm talking about. Right. We had to get it done, and we had a couple people answer Hilton. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah. Robert, thank you. Robert. I think it is Robert. I, I don't know why it's not showing up, but right. love the innovation. Boom! Thanks, Robert. We appreciate the comments and the support. Oh, Robert's always so awesome and supportive. Amazing. Well, Sarah, um, I love to ask this final question on Slick Talk as well as Good Morning Hospitality. But for any of our listeners that may not have heard of you before or don't know where to find you, where can they find you? Where can they go? Yeah. You guys can find me on social media pretty much on every platform. The brand is called Ask a Concierge. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn with my name, Sarah Dandishi. Uh, you can always go to my website, um, askaconcierge.tv, or where my book is, if you want more information on that, hospitalityfromwithin.com. So lots of ways and places to go. There's info out there. <laughs> Love it. Or you can just Google her. She's pretty famous. So just Google oh, Sarah Dandridge and you'll see her everywhere. Page six. She like already marked it. That's yeah, awesome. Like, page six. It gets, it gets wild. I don't know. It gets <laughs> like college days. It's like, oh, you know, TV travel reality star, you know, mm, has some. Before, uh, before you did travel, you did some interesting yeah. stuff there. Lots of yeah, comedy. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Lots of comedy. That's great. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. I know we're a little bit over for all of our listeners and watchers, but totally worth it. I think you've dropped a lot of golden nuggets. So if you're getting ready to travel or if you're traveling, be ready and have all of this at your fingertips by hitting play on your favorite podcast app, or you can go to hospitality.fm direct. Of course, uh, we would love your support there, but until next time, we'll see you all again next week.